Good morning. For those of you who have not met me yet, I am Dr. Rubin. <clears throat> How many people know the story of Malala? Raise your hands if you know the, her story. How many people do not know her story? Holy cow. Okay. This is a story of a woman you need to know. Malala is from Pakistan. She was born in the mountains of Pakistan, where the Taliban run and try to control everything. And uh, she's a bright young lady, and she really loves to learn. And in Pakistan, in the mountain areas of Pakistan, uh, it is illegal for women to learn. They're not allowed to go to school. But her and some of her friends formed a little group, and in secret, they go, would go into these tents and have these secret meetings of how to, of, you know, to, to get together with, with older women, experienced women who would teach them how to read and teach them about history and teach them about languages. And the Taliban doesn't like that. And what the Taliban usually does is kill people who do that. And one day, um, the Taliban started threatening Malala. And she was not a quiet little girl. She did not want to take those kind of threats. She said, I'm going to be taught whether you care, whether you like it or not. I have a right to be taught just like anybody else. And this kind of pissed the Taliban off. And the Taliban, what they usually do is they kill people, so they tried to kill her. And in point blank range, in the back of one of her friend's cars, somebody took up a shotgun and blew a hole in the back of her head. But she survived. She survived. And they somehow got her out of the country, and surgeries, and surgeries, surgeries. You know, here's the, the miracle of modern medicine, right? Is the surgeries that performed on her. And even though you could definitely see if you actually looked at her face, her mouth is drooping a little bit, and one of her eyes kind of closed a little bit. So she'll probably always have some degree of Bell's palsy-ish kind of stuff. But she's alive. And she is now the youngest recipient ever to win a Nobel Peace Prize because of her fight for equal rights for women and her fight for education. Right? Now, why am I showing that to you? Because she says three words in this video that I think are very applicable to chiropractic and what we do, and especially what I do. She says, I stand for the forgotten children. I stand for the frightened children. I stand for the voiceless children out there who cry out for an education, who cry out for equal rights and aren't getting it. And I'd like to throw my own chiropractic twist in it like I tend to do with almost everything. And that is, I, Drew Rubin, stand for the frightened children. I stand for the voiceless children. I stand for the forgotten children in their healthcare. Right? I stand for the kids in their healthcare. Because how many kids out there are being forgotten? How many kids out there are voiceless? How many kids out there are frightened? Because they don't know about chiropractic. Right? As far as education is concerned, I agree with Malala 110%. She's completely correct that the way to freedom is education. I'm 100% with her in that. I support her organization and other organizations like that financially. However, I would like to say that without your health, you got nothing. 
Without your help, education won't mean nothing to you. So health is actually, in my opinion, stands above education as how important it is. So what we need to do, what I need to do, and what I do every single day is I stand for those voiceless kids who are not getting the health care that they need. I stand for the forgotten children who the parents don't realize that there's an option, who blindly follow what everybody else tells them to do instead of thinking about a different path. I stand for the frightened children and the frightened parents who come in to see us and don't know what to do and don't know where to turn, but they come to us. The other day, I was at Marietta Middle School. Dr. Tim Gross, Vice Provost of Life, asked me to go there for the career day. So me and one of my uh, interns, we went to Marietta Middle School, and I spoke to uh, probably about 100 different middle schoolers uh, in three different you know, classes. It was really actually a very enlightening experience because these kids were amazing. These kids were asking great questions. Right? They were very engaged. They, they want someone to show them a path of excitement. They want someone to show them a path of, of being able to do what you want to do and coming from nothing because that's what I told them. You know, my parents did not help me when I went to chiropractic school and after I graduated because my parents came from, I came from very modest means. I lived in a one-bedroom apartment in Lindbrook, New York. And I lived on the pull-out couch, so I did not have my own room. So when I graduated from chiropractic school with $100,000 in debt, my parents were like, I love you, but I can't help you in any way, shape, or form. Right? You're on your own. You know, this is your thing, go out there and get it. Right? So people say, oh, you're so successful and this and that. And you must have always been successful. You must have gotten a hand on a silver platter. No, I, I got nothing. Right? I got hand-me-downs. You know, in my office, my first office, I've got to show you a picture someday. My first office, a bunch of hand-me-downs. My parents and I scraped up hand-me-downs from every place I could imagine, paintings and pictures and couches and chairs and everything was just, you know, whatever hodgepodge thing I could come up with. So I told them that. And I gave them hope. I said, it doesn't matter where you come from, doesn't matter what happened with your parents, doesn't matter what your upbringing, you can do anything you set your mind to. But the key is like what Malala said, she said education. But to me, it's education is nothing without the help, right? Those two go hand in hand. And what does a chiropractor do? I'm a teacher, right? What is a doctor? What does the word doctor mean? Teacher. Right? I am a teacher. And I have to be literally a teacher, but I'm also, even in my practice, a teacher. So two new patients come in yesterday for their report of findings. Both of them have been to chiropractors before. After I run through the story about why chiropractic is so important for them, both of them say the exact same thing, which is what? Why have I never heard this before? I don't know. This one woman's been going to chiropractic for 12, since she was 12 years old. She's in her 40s now. Why haven't I heard this before? She said, I wanted a design, a health design for my life, and you just gave it to me. 
right? Why hasn't anybody told us me this before? You know why? Because they're frightened, right? The chiropractors are frightened. You got a bunch of frightened doctors out there who don't think what they do is really worth anything. Then get out of my field. Get out of my field. If you don't think chiropractic works, then why are you a chiropractor? Get the hell out. You want to add drugs to my profession? Get the hell out. I don't want you in my field. You want to debate me? Set one up. Right here in this room, right in the assembly, me and that's one person who wants to say why drugs are so good in this field, I will debate head to head with that person and I will win. Because philosophy always trumps anything else. Because they, 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 they don't have a leg to stand on. You can show me whatever baloney science that you have, but it always go, it'll, it'll all boil down to the philosophy. The philosophy. And that's why, why Malala got a, a Nobel Peace Prize at 18 years old. Because she has amazing philosophy, right? Her philosophy is incredible. And imagine she's 18 winning the Nobel Peace Prize, where she's gonna go from here, how important her life is gonna be. She's gonna be the like, next Mother Teresa. That's my prediction. That's where she's headed. In the kind of, she's gonna be a worldwide phenomenon at some point in time. Isn't that amazing? And I think it's beautiful, and I support her. I congratulate her, but you know what? Chiropractic, a chiropractor should be getting a Nobel Peace Prize. Someone should be up there accepting a Nobel Peace Prize for chiropractic. Like B.J. Palmer, some, one of the Palmers should be accepting a Nobel Peace Prize for bringing chiropractic to humanity. Because chiropractic saves lives in ways that nothing else can. And that's what I told the middle school students. I didn't hold it back. I didn't try to be like, oh, chiropractic is really good for your back. I told them the story just like I tell you guys. And they were all like, I never heard this before. And they weren't expecting some 52-year-old adult to be going crazy at 7.30 in the morning talking about chiropractic. But they were all excited. They left really, really pumped up. Some of them even said, I want to be a chiropractor now after hearing you talk. And one of the teachers, she was so thrilled, she said, she came to me after, she said, my baby's got these neurodevelopmental issues, can you help him? So she's coming in, right? And that's not why I did it, but the message was clear. Right, do you get that? Her message is clear. My question to you is, is your message clear? Are you clear? about what you want to do with your life? Are you clear about what you want to say? Are you clear why you're here? Are you just passing the time, racking up student loans, and then five years from now not even going to be in chiropractic anymore because you had no clarity? And don't tell me, well, because I'm confused now, I guess I, I, it, just, it just has to be that way. I don't believe it. You're confused? Come talk to me. Come talk, go talk to other successful chiropractors. Let us get your head back on straight. Right? Because whatever reason you came to this school, you may not remember it now. And I remember being in 10th quarter, right? It's like, you know, it's like being in a, in a ring with a prize boxer. You go, tuk -a -tuk -a -tuk -a -tuk -a -tuk -a you know, you're just getting, you're like in the ropes and someone's just pounding, pounding. I understand. You got Oscars, you got boards, you got all these things. You're taking 50 million credits per quarter. I understand. Right? I did it too. It's very easy to get off focus. It's very easy to get off purpose. 
But I'm telling you, now's the time to re-engage. Now's the time to recommit. If you're interested, right? If you design to have a mediocre life, then go right ahead. But if you want to have an extraordinary life, like Dr. Reekman talks about, you want to have an extraordinary life, then you best start working at it. And I suggest you start working at it right now, right? I don't think that Malala ever planned out where she is today. I don't think you possibly could have, right? She, all she wanted was an education, right? After she was shot, I doubt she thought she'd be accepting Nobel Peace Prize like four years later. I don't think that was in her mindset. But she, had, she was committed though. She was committed to the ideal. She was committed to the purpose, right? She was committed to the vision. And then once this event occurred, this horrible, tragic event occurred, which she could have just, just sucked up and fell into, went back into her thing, just being quiet. And she could have done that. But she said, no, I got something bigger I got to stand for. What I'm asking you guys is hopefully you do not need tragedy to make a decision to do something bigger with your life. Hopefully, you'll just say, I need to do something bigger. The kids out there are suffering. The adults out there are suffering. The senior citizens out there are suffering because they don't know what we do. And maybe, just maybe, if we have a chance, we can meet those people and we can turn their lives around. Whether they're adults or they're kids or they're senior citizens or they're pregnant or whatever they happen to be. So if you have not heard about Malala, I suggest you look into her story. She has a book out there, I Am Malala, if you like reading. There's a whole bunch of different videos about her. I highly recommend you look into her life, especially if you're a woman, to see an extremely strong, very talented, very courageous role model. It's really neat to have someone as strong and powerful like that you know, out there. Because this is, this is our chance Right? To me, I look at this and those words, forgotten, frightened, and voiceless. This is our chance as a chiropractor to say, what can we do to help the forgotten, frightened, and voiceless kids? <clears throat> In case you're wondering, 